Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Well, there's no question that many people in power, not just in our state capitals, but in our federal government, don't understand this basic concept. That is why... The federal government is being allowed to usurp its power. But you know what? Our leaders in our state capitals are not really protecting us either. What we see going on in Raleigh, for instance, is not a protection of the individual citizens in the state of North Carolina. They should be standing up and screaming, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. We will not comply. We will nullify it. We will interpose ourselves between you and our citizens. Uh, and if necessary, whatever do whatever else is necessary. That's what should but, be going on but, in but Raleigh. Dan, here's, yeah, they're not. That's not happening in Raleigh because men like Glenn Bradley, who won the Tenth Amendment, Tenth Amendment Center Legislative of the Year, and he was in the State House, was actually you know ran out. You know, you you and I have run for offices. You and I are the people speaking like this, and we're the ones that are laughed at. In one of my debates against Tillis in the Senate race, was there was thirteen questions. And I'm not sure which newspaper it was, but they commented it. Out of the 13 questions, Dr. Branner referred to the Constitution 11 times as a, as a, you know, as a, as a, as a laughing point. My problem was, wow, where did I mess up? Why did I say all 13? Because that's what the race was about, was the Constitution. But the thing about it is, we let special interests and money dictate this stuff. When people walk around and say they're Republicans, and because they say they are, well, so their actions. You know, when they start, when, when they when they when they vote to look look what Senator Burr and Tillis has done just last week. We didn't have to we didn't have to go. Cloture is in the Senate's policy that a bill needs sixty votes to get to the floor. They only need fifty one to win once it gets to the floor. And they know there are certain bills that will that will will pass if it gets to fifty one, but will not even get to the floor to sixty. So they'll vote in cloture so the debate is done. And they'll vote against it on the floor and say, I voted against funding Obamacare. Baloney. You could have done that in the process of the cloture. We've got to expose that, that hypocrisy and understand and hold it accountable. But we cannot ever again vote for less evils. We must not. A progressive is a progressive is a progressive. Says Dr. Dan, the health of a state, the health of government, is always at the destruction or the death of an individual. Well, there's no question. The more power that you give to the federal government, they take it from us as individuals. There's, there is the sovereignty issue, and that's what you've talked about, uh, and that's what you've stressed. I know your campaigns have been all about that. It's all about sovereignty. God's sovereignty is at the individual level. 
his the the law the natural law rights that we are granted don't come through Washington D.C. They don't come through Raleigh or any other state capital. They come direct, and the job of our representatives and our leaders is to protect and secure those rights. It says that in in our founding documents, protect and secure these rights that are natural law rights. That is the duty of these people, and they have failed miserably because they're not interested in doing that. They're only interested in lining their own pockets and remaining in power, and that's why they do what they do. I I agree. Dr. Dan, I believe it's because you and I advocated, because, you know, we just go be a good party member and vote. We didn't think about the policy that I was going to for myself years ago and to become educated on this kind of stuff. But I want, I want to be optimistic and understand something. 85% did not vote in our primaries. Four, 60% did not vote in the general election. I believe some of it is apathy, but some of it also is because they see no difference. That's not apathy. That's like, that's like I'm done hitting my head against the wall. And that's why what Organized for Liberty is going to do, and other great agencies out there, groups out there, is to empower the individual with the cell phone, right? With the, the, the web pages, with the, the technology that's out there to use and use it for good. If we can accumulate the, the idea of, um, of a data collection, the government does the NSA, how about use it for good? How about the idea of getting the tool set out there, decentralize people, giving the encouragement they're not alone because the voice of one in darkness is the truth. And that's why it's so exciting to be part of this. You saw what you did in your campaign. You saw what I did in our campaign. All we said was, hey, dudes, honor the Constitution. So that's our job. That's why it's important. Like today in the presidential debates, all they're talking about is their opinions. I don't really want to hear their opinions. According, they're running for an office in Article 2. It gives the president 13 functions. And only one of them they do independently. That's actually meeting ambassadors and ministers. The other powers of the, part of, the, of, the, of the president is intertwined with the checks and balances of the legislative branch. And the checks and balances of the ultimate authority, the individual within the state, the state themselves. So we saw, you know, you know what your, what's your policy on, on health care? It's then their business. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so important is to understand stuff. You, know, you and I are both doctors, and we like, you know, consider ourselves you know, pretty well-studied in Obamacare. With the, the Coburn Burr plan is identical to the Obamacare plan. They're both unconstitutional functions that are not supposed to be the federal government. What's the best answer? Free market. Look at our state, North Carolina. We have a thing here called certificate of need. If Dr. Dan and Greg want to open up a hospital in Asheville and Raleigh, whatever, the way it should be done is we raise capital, we buy a private property, we buy a building, we build the stuff up, we get trained physicians and nurses and staff, and we compete on the open market. But not in North Carolina. You got to go kiss the rear end of somebody in the General Assembly that say you need some beds, and they'll grant you a, a monopoly license in your area. That is disgusting, and that is by Republicans, not by Democrats, by Republicans, Dan. And that's why it's important to expose the progressive, the statist, the collectivist, and not the R's and the D's. And that's what I'm really feel energized about. So I saw what our campaign has done that we do this OFL can make a world of difference in the state and hopefully across the nation. You know, you never have to twist my arm to believe in the free market. I'm a diehard supporter of the free market because it works. It allows quality to rise to the top. 
competitiveness allows the hard work to be uh, rewarded. The free market is what brings people out of poverty. It's what makes people strive strive for success. That's what America is all about. That's why America became the greatest nation on earth, because for a 100 years, we had a free market economy. The government did not get involved. Now we have this crony capitalism, such as the certificate of need, where the government picks and chooses winners and losers. That's why our economy is not active. It's not growing well. It's too much interfered with by the federal government. Well, and exactly. The one thing that our federal government did to, to stop this occur was uh, a gold standard. In the Constitution, the federal government does not print money by no means. It just gives the weights and measures. And the Coinage Act of 1792 put that, put that in you know, law, how they do that. And what happened was from a 1792, I'm sure you know this very well, to 1913, the American dollar increased in value uh, 17%. From, from the fiat currency of the, of the private central bank, the Federal Reserve in 1913, our dollars decreased 98 to 98%. In fact, when, when Nixon took off the, the quasi-gold standard in, seven, in 1971, today's dollars were 15 cents. See, the, the gold standard confines you cannot print money out of thin air. Therefore, it stops the welfare state, it stops the warfare state. Our founders... Uh, uh, had set this wonderful structure, laser fair economics. They set the structure up of free markets. So Dokeville came over in 1831 and looked through America. And, and he, they, he was amazed at America's uh, um, unbelievable free market energy, uh, the, the Judeo Christian model, how it worked in there, and set a secular government, all these great things. But he said, America will fall the moment the politicians realize they could bribe the people with the public funds. And that's all we have. Every election cycle is which tyrant do we want in charge to be our, our master? And that's why, if, that's why I think the Ben Carsons, the Trumps, uh, you know, even the Cruises and Pauls, they're truly outsiders. They may have won the Senate race, but they're outsiders. They're the people that are articulating you know, ideas. A couple of them are a little more constitutional than others, but their ideas free market outside. I believe the political wonks are the hazards. Give me the thinkers, the doers, that will, that will follow the Constitution. That's important. A true president should have no bearing on Dr. Dan or Greg's life, period. A true, the idea of an executive is completely different than that model. That's why it's important we know our position. And that's what I'm you know, beating, beating up you know, us over the head with this, but we must become educated. Madison said the, the uh, knowledge will forever govern ignorance. And for those men that ought to be their own governors, they must understand the power that knowledge gives. But more importantly, our founders had the knowledge they questioned everything. They had slogans. But what they did was, Dan, is they organized properly into militias, into pamphlet writers, into suppliers of food and clothing, and fought this battle of ideas and did not waver from the battlefield. Right now, we're scared to death. We'd rather know that Kardashian X, Y, or Z versus understanding the, 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 the power uh, of the idea of the structure of the government and where we sit in that position. That's why it's important we get involved in this, because I guess been all day with you talking about the TPA, the TPP, the TIIP, all these, all these uh, world governance that are destroying not just, so- just the sovereignty of, of America, but the sovereignty of states and individuals. That's why we have to understand where we fit in this position, that we're the sovereign, and we must, I believe, the Martha King way, peaceful resistance, that's education, that's non-wavering. Foundational principles, the way you build the cornerstone of your house, 
cannot move or your house shakes. And I believe the foundational principle of, of, of this phenomenal principles is liberty. We laid that cornerstone down in cement and, 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 and hard bedrock and never move. They can't blow us away with these other issues. We'll just say, if that issue is coercion or compulsion, it's wrong. Thank you very much. We can do this, Dr. Dan. I know we can. You know, that's the appeal of Carson. That's the appeal of Fiorina. And that's the appeal of Trump. These are all people who have used their talents to achieve success in a free market manner. Every single one of them. People see that and they say, that is my ideal. My idea is to come from nothing, use myself, and in a free, free market economy, I can achieve what I need for myself and for my family. They see these three candidates and they understand that that is the ideal of what America what made America great in the past and the only way we can proceed successfully in the future. Well, Dr. Dan, I agree with you, but on one respect, with one respect it's important, is that even if all that being said about them, which I agree in, in some of them, is if we don't hold them accountable to the Constitution, that's the part that we could be, um, you know, we could be, you know, swindled on. Um, I, I'm looking for these people on that what they know constitutionally. If they have an idea that they want to go right, to say they turn right or turn left on their roadmap to success, no, the president is bound to Article Two. So, and they pledge their oath and their allegiance to that article. But if we get a guy with a great personality or with a great personality, but don't follow that, we're the problem. I believe we could find both. We can find the people that understand, have the passion, the American experiment, and their dream, and pursue that, who understand the Constitution. They're out there. They're out there at local levels, state levels, and federal levels. But I really believe hardly about this. We can't go for persona only. Madison was five foot one. He, spoke, he never spoke above a whisper. But yet, he led troops in the War of 1812. Yet, he, you know, he, he led the Constitution. He actually changed his mind from being a Federalist to an Anti-Federalist based upon watching the corruption of men. So it's important that we really hold ourselves, you and these individuals, accountable, that we're going to do what Washington said and bounce the constitutional principles that are the DNA of our declaration and not let the personalities persuade us. Because if I get a guy with a great personality, great attitude, but he's against the Second Amendment, I can't support that. We, we, cannot have comp- we cannot compromise on foundational beliefs. The example I used in my campaign was, was uh, I'm visiting uh, you know, Dr. Dan's house and his wife's house. And I'm there with my wife. And, and uh, I'm there with a group of 10, 15 people with a, with a, with a your party there. And we have to compromise on what color to paint Dr. Dan's living room before we can leave. I'd compromise on that. But the question we should ask ourselves is, did Dr. Dan and his wife give us a contract to paint his living room? Because if, if Dr. Dan did not, then our color choice is irrelevant. And we did not give the government at the federal level the power to tell us health care. It tells the, 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 the power of, of uh, fiat currency, of regulation. Where is the leader in the House or Senate saying, defund EPA, OSHA, IRS? Where are those people? And that's what we're looking for, because I don't want to be bound by the games that they play that are unconstitutional. We're going to play by the constitutional rules. If it's not there, it is null and void. You know, that's a very compelling argument. And it's, un- and it's unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, it's unfortunately one I agree with. Because 
there is a big gap between believing that and knowing that to be the facts and actually accomplishing that. How do you accomplish that? How do we get back to the Constitution? How do we, how do we regain the, the, the sovereign power of the states and the individual after 100 years of erosion, after 1913 with the 16th Amendment, 17th Amendment, and the Federal Reserve Bank? How do we now say, stop, we've got to regain the law, the constitutional, divinely inspired, natural law rights that were given to us 235 years ago. Okay, that, that's a beautiful, that's what OFL is about. That's what we're going to do here. You're driving 100 miles an hour going the wrong direction. How do you stop? You stop and turn around. The cool part is we already have it down. Remember, the Constitution is just a tool to articulate what the Declaration of Independence says. I believe our Articles of Confederation was a superior Constitution. It had term limits in it, had no power to tax, and no Supreme Court. Just think about that, Dan. That Constitution had term limits, no power to tax, and no Supreme Court. Everything I just mentioned are three of the biggest problems we have with this Constitution, because men have missed, and the men have used words to manipulate their system for their own power. So how do we go back? How do we go back is not to be run away from the debate. Because when I heard compromise, Greg, we got to compromise, compromise, compromise. We'll use life as an, exa- as an example. Pro-life is an example. Roe v. Wade. Well, we got to go increments. Well, let me see. What has happened since the great 80s and uh, Reagan Revolution? Now we have partial birth abortion. That wasn't there. You know what I mean? We see baby parts being for sale, which he knows has been occurring for 40 years. Compromise doesn't work. When something's wrong, it's wrong. So I wrote a paper called No Life, No Liberties on our webpage. It said very clearly, Senator, uh, Congressman, um, um, uh, Congressman um, Brown, the last, 2013 Congressman Paul in 2007, Congressman Stockman in 97, wrote a, a bill called the, the, um, in the House called the Sanctity of Life Bill. In Article 5 of the Constitution, says no life should be taken without due process. And he says life begins at conception, period. Done. Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade is just seven men making a decision. And oh, by the way, of the seven men that voted for it, five were Republicans. Again, where is their power to do this? So what you do is the state says it says no. That's, a, that's an example of what we should do. So the question is, do we have any people with backbone that will not waver? I wrote a paper in 2010 about health care, Obamacare. And I, I love to saw the Senator Cruz on the floor said the right thing. Article 1, Section 7, Clause 1. Defund it. See, everything will die if not funded. I don't blame Obama. He does his dream progressive moment, and it gets through. And the same man that wrote that plan, Gruber, wrote Romney Care. How do you stop these things? Don't give it the gasoline. Kill it on the vine. Do not fund it. That's the power. And when you say, what can we do, Dan? Republicans have controlled the purse strings since 2010. What have they done with it, Dan? They funded it. Every single bill the progressives wanted. You know why? Because the elite of both parties are progressive. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Be the win.